0: can find it. Ah! (laughs) Now I'm going to tell you something. This is how a man, now you know we're not man-haters. We're just interested in what they're thinking. (laughs) Here's how a man goes in the room and looks for something. I don't see it. Now even little men, because Grant and Lincoln do this, because Grant or Lincoln, either one, will decide that they need a imagine X character, this little more than anything in the world. This is the most important thing to them to find this little Imagine X character. But I will tell you, friend, that Lincoln can't find it and Grant can't find it and Trent can't find it. But the Mominator is able to find it. So can we thank Narissa for being the Mominator? Uh, The next joke that is a mom joke because dad jokes aren't that good is the majority of a mom's diet is made up of what the kids don't eat. (laughs) And that's the truth. Um, I don't like this. I don't want this. Does anyone else ever deal with that? Come on, throw some hands up out there, especially you mom of young kids. Now I will tell you that one of my best mom memories is also my worst mom memory of my mother. We were really going through a time in the season. We didn't have no money. Anybody ever had that where you had to put a Big Mac on layaway? You know what I'm talking about. You couldn't even pay attention because that was costing you a little too much money. And um, my mom made a pot of beans and my sister Carla. I saw that she was watching while I go, I'm so sorry, this is you. It was that day that my mom had decided that she just could not be a mother anymore. And... Um, my sister complained about the pinto beans we were having to eat, and usually my mom would just say, Go get you a bologna sandwich. My mom took the whole plate that Carla had in front of her, and she stood in front of her and then threw it on the wall behind her, and she goes, You don't have to eat them. <laughs> okay, next mom joke, because dad jokes aren't that funny, is kids are like Christmas gifts, but you didn't get no return receipt on that one. <laughs> Now listen, Ron used to tease Narissa and tell her, Honey, we need to trade you in for a quieter model. (laughs) And uh, sorry, but it's Mother's Day and I'm a mother and my subject is my kids. So I don't know. You go to your own mom, she's probably got things to tell you too. And then one more mom joke because dad jokes aren't that funny. I used to have functioning brain cells, but I just traded them in and had kids. I want to honor my mom and Ron's mom today. You know, I always used to tell Ron, I said, Ron, I'll tell you what, your mom is really something. She's just really something, and let's just leave it at that. But I want to say one thing. She gave me the best husband that anyone could ever have. And so I've told, yay, Miss Henderson. She's in heaven. She's having a good time up there. And I want to honor my mom, too, because Ron and I were raised by Pentecostal moms. Now, there's a particular thing about a Pentecostal mom, a church mom, church mom, which basically means this, and I've said this before, but everything I'm saying is the truth. A Pentecostal mom is different when she raises you, because a Pentecostal mom can talk on the phone, pray with a friend, speak in tongues, sweep the kitchen floor, and beat you with that same broom. <laughs> Now you know Baptist moms probably do that too and all that, so we honor everybody in the house today. (laughs) Um, Back in the day, I want to tell you though with our moms, there was probably things back then that just had different terminology. Because we used to, didn't get time out Ron, don't you wish we had got time out? Does anybody else who's 40 or above wish that somebody had heard of time out before they thought about giving you a whipping? Or as we say down in Kentucky, you got a whooping. If you know what a whooping is, go ahead and tell me. (laughs) Who got whoopings? Did anybody get whoopings? Who had the mom that made you go get your own switch? Oh, Roger Dewey's mama said, go get your own switch. I will tell you Ron called me ninja mom because whatever weapon was around was the weapon that I (laughs) used. But also too, um, I have to say, you know, Ron, this was the kind of parenting, poor old Ron, if he knew I was right, you know, right there, he would go to the kids like the guy from the Matrix. What's his name? What's his name? Well anyways, character. I keep putting him back in um, B- Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure wasn't the same guy but here's the matrix Ron behind him when the kids were running their mouth he would do like this stuff no <laughs> she's coming <laughs> but so anyway I want to say this about our parents there was many things they did by today's standards that they would have come put them in jail But I want to let you know that our parents never come got us out of a jail because of the way they parented. And that's really going to rub some people the wrong way. But I'm going to tell you something. Save yourself some heartache and decide that you're going to be the priest of your home and the parent to your children. Somebody say amen. (laughs) Go on, put John 2. I'm using New King James on everything, you guys. Put John 2. 1 through 10 now I picked the marriage of Cana And pastor preached on the marriage of Cana last night. And let me shout out something. The best is yet to come. Can somebody say amen? The best is yet to come. I'm talking to the four walls in this room right now. This room has not seen its best days. The best is yet to come. There will be people filled with the Holy Ghost at this altar. There will be people that get saved at this altar. There will be people that praise the Lord at this altar. The best is yet to come. Amen, somebody? Oh, hallelujah. Um, Listen, if the pastor's wife feels saved, this is a move of God. I told Ron the other day, Ron, I've got clarity to so much right now. Now, you guys know how I feel about this. I'm ugly when I cry, but it's just a fact, and you're ugly too when you cry. (laughs) We had a lady at our church down in Fairfax, man. When she prayed at the altar, you're just like, oh, (laughs) oh. (laughs) Do some, <laughs> just do something, do it quick, God, because <laughs> love her heart. Um, she's gone now, so it's all cool. <laughs> Wait a minute, she can probably hear this. No, um, John 2, 1 through 10. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Now both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. And when they ran out of wine the mother of Jesus said to him They have no wine Jesus said to her Woman what does your concern have to do with me My hour has not yet come His mother turned said to the servants Whatever he says do do it Now there were a set of six water pots of stone according to the manner of the purification of the Jews containing containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece Jesus said to them fill the water pots with water and then fill them and they filled them to the brim and he said to them draw some out now and take it to the master of the feast and they took it when the master of the feast had tasted the water that was that tasted the water that was made wine and did not know where it came from but the servants who had drawn the water knew the master of the feast called the bridegroom and he said to him every man every man at the beginning sets out the good wine and when the guests have well drunk you know what that means they drunk <laughs> then the inferior yet you kept the wine the good wine the good wine until now. Come on, let's pray together. Father God, bless your word. Lord, What makes sense to me might not make sense to everybody else. (laughs) So I ask you, God, to bring our hearts and minds together. And Lord, I tell you right now, I feel the presence of God in this room. Every hair on my head is standing up. So I ask you, Lord, when I talk, give me boldness, give me clarity. And I ask you, Father, to let your children receive your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Now verse 3, if you want to look back at that again, Pastor mary goes straight to jesus and she tells him now this is really cool because only mary and jesus and a few servants even know what's going on they didn't decide to post it on facebook (laughs) look what i did they didn't decide to do all that it just was among a few people but so anyway we now have it in scripture though so i love that part mary goes straight to jesus and then he tells him they have no wine and then now this this next statement right here is really awesome to me she doesn't make a request of Jesus because mama says so I'm so sorry but I read it that way did anybody else she didn't make a request of Jesus she just told him the information and listen I'll, I'll get on to what I'm saying in a little deeper she simply states what the situation is because she knows, he knows that they both know that he can fix that situation. Can somebody say amen? They both know that Jesus can fix this situation. Um, oh man! Wow! I love this. I love this. And then in verse four, if you want to show up, uh, put up verse four there. Jesus says to his mom, "Woman, my hour has not yet come," and. Um, you know, he says woman there at the beginning. You see that? Uh, there's a woman. Now, Ron and I talked a little bit about this, and this is my own particular dramatic conjecture. But I think they were kidding around with each other a little bit. Doesn't anybody else pick up on that? I will tell you this. If I would have told my mom, woman, um, um, you know, <laughs> as you're like knocking in the neck, I'm going to knock you in the next week thing going on there then. But I can see this as... Possibly the fact that he and her had a relationship. Not only was she his mother, he, he, she his mother, but he was her son and the Messiah. And they had a relationship all their life. Does anybody feel God in this? They had a relationship where she didn't have to ask him a question. Can you please make some wine? Can you please make some wine? No. They had this bond with each other where she told her son, because he was flesh and he was uh, eternity too, they don't have any wine. And then let me say this, that maybe Jesus might have sounded a little bit like this when he said woman. Mom? Did anybody ever mom their mom? Did you mom your mom? I mom my mom now. (laughs) <laughs> oh, y'all have no idea right now. <laughs> but I will tell you that that ninja flying shoe move, if I heard that kind of stuff. Anybody get the ninja flying shoe? Uh, y'all y'all had a good parents. Now, my kids are in the room, so I'll know about that. But uh, let's go to verse 5 now. Verse 5, just the best parts right here where it says, he did indeed turn the water into wine. Amen, somebody. He did indeed turn the water into wine because she just says this. Just do what he says do. Now you guys, I'm kind of picturing it like this. Jesus. Jesus, they have no wine. Mother, this is not my hour. And then she then looks at the other people and says, just do what he says Do Okay, there we go. And that's exactly what happened. Mary went back to the wedding. Mary went back to the wedding. The, the Now the, the servers got to see the mighty miracle right in front of them. Oh, oh my Jesus. And then in and then, and then scripture goes ahead and says, and this was the beginning of the miracles that Jesus performed. Man, I'm telling you what, Mary, she just went right back to the wedding and, wedding, and sure enough, Jesus performed a miracle. Even though Jesus Jesus was the son of God, and the, but Mary raised him. Can somebody really, I mean, I just want to say this. I think that the Lord, now Jewish faith is beautiful for this reason. They honor women. That's, that's rare in those days that the, a woman was honored as the mother. Even Jesus at the cross honored his mother. That's a beautiful thing. And, uh, but so anyway, she knew his personality. Does anybody know what I mean? She knew his personality. Did your mom know your personality? Because she does. You don't think she does. But here's what your mother even says to you sometimes. Don't give me that look. You didn't say nothing. But she said, don't give me that look. But I want to say on the flip side that your mother and your father, too, I want to make sure I honor men in this because you guys have no idea the hour and day that we live in right now. There are finally men of God who are raising up to be the priest in their home through this season. Yes. Hallelujah. But she had a relationship with him. They understood each other. Isn't that fun? Isn't that wonderful when you understand each other? They knew that... Well. They knew each other. Mary was an influence in Jesus' life. So much so that Jesus lived the life that his brother finally believed. Amen somebody? Amen! Finally believed. They understood each other. But I want to talk about Mama Says So and truly that jumped out in scripture to me. But another piece of scripture that jumps out to me and I don't have it on my notes pastor is this. Paul is writing Timothy. And he tells Timothy he's got a good faith. (laughs) And he tells Timothy he has a good faith because of the unfeigned faith of his mother and his grandmother. Wow, that is so powerful. You mom, you spiritual moms, you physical moms, whatever. Kind of mother you are, whatever it is, you have the opportunity to be the spiritual influencer in somebody's life. Amen, somebody? Oh, somebody praise the Lord, some way, somehow. Ladies, I want to talk directly to you right now. We're going to talk to the guys in a little bit who are running out to CVS to get a card right now, so they'll be back. <laughs> I'm kidding. You are right now in the middle of a season where your children have been with you more now than ever. Can anybody say amen to that? Come on, type it in the comments. Shout around the living room or kitchen, wherever you are. Oh my goodness, though, I feel God in that. I feel God in that. I mean that. Um, Go to Proverbs 22 and 6, Pastor. This is your season this is your season parents Proverbs 22 and 6 says this are you able to find it pastor you know it though train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it say amen train up a child in the way he should go and he will not depart from it say amen somebody I'm telling you that you cannot be your children's best friend now but you will later i promise you if you'll train them up in the way they will not depart from it and if you decide that as a leader as a parent as a trainer that you will live the life before you expect them to god will bless that legacy and that heritage forever amen somebody oh my jesus oh my jesus ephesians 6 and 4 We're going to talk to the dads just a minute here because I'm telling you, we right now are at uh, -at stay-at-home orders or shelter-in-place orders, but this is a prime opportunity for mama to say so. Somebody say amen. For daddy to say so. For the children to see you as their key influencers. Ephesians 6 and 4 says this. Fathers, what a golden opportunity for you too you fathers don't provoke your children to wrath but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord amen somebody oh my goodness I had a godly father some of you didn't and I understand that some of you didn't have godly mothers or don't have godly mothers find you one find you one a discipler has somebody a disciple has somebody they're following if you didn't have a godly mother or godly father, you show them God. You be God. You be as much Christ image as you can to them. But make sure you find yourself a spiritual mother and a spiritual father. Oh hallelujah. Because training really means that. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a farm person. You all know I'm not a person from <laughs> I don't want any kind of boot that isn't pretty. <laughs> So, um you 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 uh outdoorsy type people, let me just tell you something. you you animal lovers. If you train an animal, I do not believe you make suggestions to them, do you? What are they called? Commands. <laughs> that's exactly what they're called. They're called commands. Now I don't mean be mean, that's cruel. The Bible says don't provoke your children to wrath. But the truth is, If you set the pace, if you raise the standard, a child will find a standard. Matter of fact, the phrase raising the standard meant that even in the middle of battle, even if there was gunfire and smoke and fodder and everything flying all around, the one that would raise the flag above, that's why flagpoles are long like that. They'd raise the flag above the battle, and you who were fighting would press toward that flag. And that is and the word for flag is standard. So you would raise the standard. Paul even said it. If you don't know how to live live like me. That's why it's so important right now parents to be godly. It's so important right now mom, dad, and children you be godly. Cut it out. (laughs) As my mom would say quit showing out. Come on. Quit showing out. So but anyway uh, last night my friend Leona Lynn's Precious people that passed her over in Portsmouth area at new beginnings. I hope I have that right. She shared a picture of her mother, and you guys, she does have a sweet mom, she's a little bubbly woman, and she's such a precious lady and uh, Leona had written shared a photo with a pic with her and her mom, and uh, I said, "You have an awesome mom, you have a precious mom." And listen to what she replied to my comment. She said, "I am blessed." My mother showed me Jesus. <laughs> and that touched me so much. For the first thing that she would say, we're buddies, we're pals, we're friends, we shop together. No. Which you can do that. That's fun too. <laughs> she said, I am blessed. My mother showed me Jesus. How wonderful to know that. I was talking to Michelle when her, mo- her grandmother passed away. And she told me, she, You know, let me see if I can say it like Michelle Daniels. You know, Leah, does that about right? <laughs> you guys don't have Michelle Daniels' voice right. Wouldn't you like to see her mad and see what it looks like? <laughs> you know, Leah, if I spent the night with my grandma and grandpa, I woke up to watching them sit at a table together every morning and study in their Bible. They showed her Jesus. Delilah, you do the same. You and your husband, you guys show your children Jesus. You guys have definitely been tried in the fire and come out shining. But Leona Lynn said, she showed me Jesus. What a powerful statement. She showed me Jesus. And then I got to tell you something. I don't mean to embarrass a bunch of people, but I'm going to be name dropping all day today because aren't the people of God beautiful? Aren't the people of God wonderful? Isn't the body of Christ beautiful? And they've been a blessing to me. First of all, I want to say I received a lot of texts this morning from different people wishing me Happy Mother's Day, calling me First Lady and stuff like that, and those are hard to receive. And. but I honor you all and thank you all. I had different people text me and say they were praying for me today, and that I would be able to deliver a word in due season. And I told them I felt the weightiness and the urgency, but the power of God too. You guys, I'm not a preacher, but I like to encourage. But you got you you. All you sitting out here and all you out there who are ministers, you're going to know what I'm talking about. You feel the weightiness, you feel the urgency, but you feel the glory. Isn't that wonderful? Um, But anyway, I received this from Lori Jonas, and it really, really touched me. Um, But I do want to thank everybody for wishing me Happy Mother's Day and say they're praying for me. Um, um, I got this message from Lori Jonas, and Lori Jonas, I hope you don't mind if I share this she said to the mama of the church happy mother's day Leah I love you so much and I got four exclamation points on that okay (laughs) she told me to have a wonderful day but listen to what she said this is your day help all the women to straighten their crowns today tell them to walk upright and know how important they are God makes somebody a mother in a God God making someone a mother is his way of showing them that he trusts you with his treasure guys isn't that beautiful that is beautiful uh, go ahead to Psalms 127 and 3 127 and 3 specifically points this out behold children are the heritage from the Lord the fruit of the womb is a reward somebody say amen I curse the devil that makes people think that they cannot have children in their life it is the future of the gospel somebody say amen I I tell you devil go straight to hell that would say that You should have an abortion and get rid of that situation and that problem. That's not a situation or a problem. That is life. That is the future. That is heritage. And that is the heritage of the Lord. And it is your treasure. It's your heritage. They are treasure and a gift from God. Now, I'm going to tell you what, you're going to feel just like we did sometimes. We need to trade you in for a quieter model. (laughs) And you know, many times you even think, now listen, when I was a young mom, I'd lay down at bed at night and say, oh, sweet Jesus. If I did anything wrong in the rendering and raising of these children, please let them forget it. And so, <laughs> just <laughs> that was, thank you God for a new day every day. Even if you guys blunder, you can make it up tomorrow. Psalms 34 and 11 says this, come you children and listen to me. I will teach you to fear the Lord. Oh, Come, ye children, and listen to me. I will teach you to fear the Lord. I have women that attend this church who have taught me some mighty great things. Amen, somebody? I have people that Ron and I call balcony people after a Joyce Landorf book that I read. There are people in our lives that watch the play of our life play out, but they are not maybe in the heckling seat. No, they might not be sitting down in the audience just waiting. Where the cheap seats are, way in the back, or something. These are the people in our lives that are balcony people. They have paid a higher price to watch your life play out. But not only that, they're the ones that stand up when you do something and they clap their hands for you. They're in your balcony and they're saying, Look at what I see Elizabeth doing. I just celebrate her. Look what I see Noah doing. I'm celebrating the things that he's doing. And there are people in my my life that are balcony people and moms, dads, the reason you need to be a balcony person is when your child is on a stage with one million people or however many people that intersect with their life your child is going to do this They're going to get on that stage with all those people. They're going to be so scared and so nervous about how their life is playing out. But you know what they're going to do? I promise you, they do this at everything now. They get on that stage and they start doing this. You can see your child at every performance. Do you know what your child is doing? Your child is looking for you in the audience. Your child is wanting to make eye contact with you. And they don't decide anymore that these people matter as much as I found mom and dad. Oh, be that mom and dad. Be that mother. Be that mother that decides. You will champion your child because you have taught them to fear the Lord Um, come little children and mama will show you how to act in the good times come little children and mama will show you how you should act in the bad times come little children and mama will teach you how to be a worshiper if you think your children I'm going to quote Jensen Franklin I hope they don't shut us down Micah (laughs) he said why are your children icicles in church? Because so is popsicle and so is mom sickle. Oh, somebody say amen. Why are your children ice cold at church? because they see popsicle and they see mom sickle but do you know what we can do we can decide right now that we are going to model worshiping for our children when our children grow up we're going to show them that ron and i've been married over 40 years oh well no In in July, we'll be married 40 years. If there's anything significant that I can honestly say is if we purchased anything, Ron wanted to tell his mom about it. If we bought anything, he wanted to tell his mom about it. I want even adult children to realize this. Grown men at football games that are up on, whatever all that junk is they wear. What's that called? What's the word? Gear. Okay, they're sitting on the bench up there and the camera comes panning by and on a superstar and he's a 250-pound guy. Do you know what? He usually waves to the camera and says, he says, hi, mom. Hi, mom. That's usually what they say. I'm telling you, adult children, adult parents with adult children, you are still the key influencer in their life. You are still the key influencer in their life. Mama says so. She respects you. You respect her. Yes, mothers, right now we've got a huge responsibility. But I'm going to tell you something um, in closing, if the worship team would come on up. I'm going to tell you something that happened to me the other day. I was talking to Darla Roush on the telephone. and Man, we were visiting so good, and she was just blessing me so much. But she said something so key and so significant. And I just have to let you know exactly what she said. She said, first of all, I want you to know that she says she's not a preacher, but the preacher's in her. Amen, somebody? <laughs> the, I mean, she's this quiet person at church. She's got us all, fool people. She's got us all. I mean, she was preaching so good on the telephone the other day. But she began to prophesy. I mean, she began to prophetically speak into the atmosphere about something she said oh Leah the world does not know what it's done the world does not know what has occurred because what's occurred is that the enemy has pushed us back in our homes the enemy has closed the door of the church has tried to. The enemy has thought that they could stop the church. But what has happened is that we have decided before we would ever demand prayer in school, we got prayer back in our home. Oh, isn't that good? And then she began to speak, and there was such power and authority in her words. And here's what the word of the Lord said. The mothers have been the teachers to these children. And they have heard that the words of their mouth and the meditation of their heart is pleasing unto the Lord. And these children are now influenced by two key people right now. their parents. And a sleeping giant is about to rise. Amen, somebody. Because what's happened is the father has become the priest of the home, the mother has become the teacher and the giver of the instruction and the influence of political decisions and Christian decisions. That is what has happened. We are going to come out healthier, happier, and holier than ever before. Oh, we praise you, Lord. Can you? Whether she's a physical mother or a spiritual mother, you have made her a mother. You have made people fathers, whether they're physical fathers or spiritual fathers. In the name of Jesus, let them teach and train and train and teach. Because the giant is about to awaken. The church is about to rise. Healthier, happier, and healthier, and holier. than ever. with your mom right now or with your wife put your hand right on her head and begin to bless her help her straighten her crown and then just pray for her pray for the every single day that she has to go through because Lord you're in the middle of it all we don't understand it all but we're in the middle of it all and make us strong father to teach our children to have a strong witness you make us strong you let us not be teachers before we are students And when we come out of this situation, God, we're healthier, we're happier, and we're holier than ever before. In your son's name, we love you. Go and sing a little bit, y'all. To the fire And I withdraw your hand We'll gaze into the flames And live for oh, you Will you say good?